This is Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Welcome to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. This is where you can find out all you need or want to know about Downtown Halifax. I'm Alana McDonald-Mills, Director of Marketing. And I'm Ivy Ho, Director of Communications. We are your hosts for Downtown Lowdown, and we will be giving you the lowdown on what's new in business, events, developments, and issues that affect downtown. And we talk to key individuals that help to make downtown Halifax better. This is episode 11 of Downtown Lowdown, and it is almost the end of February already. How has your winter been going? Um, my winter has been going, <laughs> it's been going okay. Yeah. Lots of sickness. <laughs> Lots of sickness in my family. My, my daughter's been sick. and Yes, my son words. has been sick. Yeah. I he think it threw up a lot oh, yeah. before his birthday, so yeah. that was awesome. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a bad year for colds and flus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all got the flu shots. I know. Right? I don't know. We, we did. Yes, I always do every year, but yeah. I don't know if it's not is effective this year or something? I don't know. Anyways, don't know. it just seems to be it a happens. bad year. Yeah. Um, we still want people to get their flu shots. Yeah, still get your flu shots. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. No, no, yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I know from my daughter's one one day recently, she, there was 12 out from her class. Uh, and a class of like 22 kids. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And my son's school is 14, including four teachers. Wow. Including yeah. four teachers. That is It just went right crazy. through the school like over the weekend mm-hmm. and it started like Saturday. Yeah. And... It was not great. No. <laughs> Thankfully, no. it's over for now. It's a lot of laundry over the winter. Oh, tell me about yeah. it. <laughs> um, but on a positive thing, on yes. a positive note, Saber so, Food and Wise coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And we're both going we're to both that. Going. So yeah. we'll, report, we'll report back on that. <laughs> I'm super excited. The last time I went to Saber Food and Wine show, I was heavily pregnant. Uh, I was still at the casino. It was about <laughs> eight years ago. And I was with a photo- working with a photographer. I was doing this for work. And so I was following this photographer mm-hmm. around, taking pictures of stuff. And I was wa- waddling. I should <laughs> say I was waddling around the casino. And I wasn't able to enjoy it because I couldn't have any drinks, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really eat that much because you're just full, feeling full. And uh, I so this time I'm going. Yes. And I'm you're not pregnant. To, you're going to thoroughly enjoy <laughs> it. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it. I'm going to eat and drink as much as I can. Yes. It is, I'm it's, thinking my husband is going to be a date night for us. It's a great event. Yeah. I, I went two years ago. And it was just... A great, like mm-hmm. you can just sample all this mm-hmm. food and drinks and cocktails yeah. and, uh, you know, you run into a lot of people you know yeah. and it's it's just a great evening. I'm looking forward to meeting some of the businesses too. There are um, a lot of downtown yeah. businesses yeah. represented at Saver. Yeah. I was really pleasantly surprised at yeah. how many there were. Well, there's so many amazing downtown mm-hmm. restaurants. We really have so many per capita, really. Yeah. Yeah, um, probably the most. Because Saver is a Nova Scotia province-wide yes, event. Yes, it is province-wide. Even though it happens in downtown Halifax, mm-hmm. um, our our members downtown were well represented. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. So we'll let everyone ho- know how that goes in our next episode. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But today we have a bit of a sports-themed episode. Uh, we are starting off with an interview with Grant McDonald. Grant is the general manager of the 2020 Double IHF Women's World Championship. That is coming to downtown Halifax from March 31st to April 10th. He is going to be giving us an overview of the tournament and telling us how businesses in downtown Halifax can get involved. And then we are finishing with an interview with Bruce Rainey. <laughs> the Bruce Rainey. The from, Bruce Rainey. Who, who I, I'm sure everyone knows is a broadcaster with CBC, uh-huh. uh, especially CBC Sports. Uh, Bruce is now the president and CEO of the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame. He's going to be talking with us about the Women on Top of the World Dinner Gala. And in between Grant and Bruce, we have BizBuzz with Luke McLaren. Morgan Mullen is back with the Coast Top 5 events for February 18th to March 2nd, and we have a quick, shameless self-promotion. It's going to be an exciting show. Let's get started with Grant McDonald. Yeah, let's get going. (music) 
We are pleased to welcome Grant McDonald to Downtown Lowdown. Grant is a general manager of the 2020 IIHF Women's World Hockey Championship. Grant is a leader in major sport event hosting in Canada, and this will be his fourth international hockey event. He worked for Hockey Canada on the 2003 World Juniors, as the general manager for the 2004 Women's Worlds in Halifax, and with a host committee on the 2008 Men's World Hockey Championships. Grant has been involved in the attraction and hosting of several major events in Halifax, having worked with Events Halifax, Events Nova Scotia, and Scotia Bank Centre, and he now works with host cities and venues and organizations across Canada. The Women's World Championship is an annual tournament of the world's top women's hockey countries, and this year it is taking place from March 31st to April 10th in Truro and downtown Halifax. Welcome to the Downtown Lowdown, Grant. Good to be with you. Can you give us an overview of the IIHF Women's World Hockey Championship? The Women's Worlds is the largest annual female sporting event in the world, and it features uh, some of the best athletes and some of the best ambassadors uh, for uh, young girls who are looking for people to look up mm-hmm. to uh, in order to emulate and aspire to become uh, successful in whatever it is they choose to do. The women that play in the Women's World Championship are very accomplished. Most are Ivy League educated. Uh, they've all been uh, excelling mm-hmm. in hockey uh, throughout their careers. They've also had a difficult road to get to where they are. So right. uh, the fact that they have reached the pinnacle of their sport. Uh, it is quite a celebration of sports and certainly female sport. Mm-hmm. And when people are playing for their country, that national pride uh, comes through in the performance that they have on the ice. And what we want to do uh, in Halifax and Truro is to ensure that we're providing uh, the energy in both venues to ensure that the athletes right. can compete at the mm-hmm. top of their games. But you mentioned that uh, some of the women may have had a difficult road to get here. Can you elaborate on that? What are some of the stumbling blocks for women in sport? Sure. The the barriers, uh, first of all, there's barriers to entry. Uh, hockey is a sport that requires a commitment, a uh, big commitment of time, and the family budget uh, has got to be able to absorb the costs associated with hockey. Uh, but also, uh, for girls hockey, uh, the girls that are playing for Team Canada and Team USA currently When they were uh, young girls just starting out, they may not have had all-female teams to play on. So they would have had to compete with the boys. So that would have been a barrier for some. Then as they excelled, there was a jump-off point where they may have had to play uh, all-girls hockey, and maybe they were the best uh, in that, and they weren't uh, tested competitively uh, in order to uh, advance their skill. I think also just... Ice times. Uh, it can be as simple as that. The time of day that uh, that girls hockey w- would be allocated in community arenas uh, through no fault of anybody, uh, but certainly there was a pecking order and uh, female hockey was the last to the dance and as a result may not have had those prime time slots in order to uh, to have their practices, training, and uh, and that's why when you see events like Sedma Female that took place in the fall mm-hmm. and members of Team Canada were there, they were visibly 
emotional because they didn't have that opportunity to compete on an all-girls team in an all-female tournament with dozens of teams competing at the same event. So uh, the game has come a long way since we've hosted uh, previously in 2004, and uh, it still has a ways to go uh, because the girls don't have a professional league right right, now. And uh, so they are looking at alternative ways uh, to train, uh, to compete together, Mm -hmm. and uh, to ensure that they're able to elevate their performance on the ice. What can the downtown Halifax community, both businesses and residents, expect when the tournament is in town? Well, we're hoping that we're going to have an energetic downtown, as we always do. Mm -hmm. That's been the hallmark uh, for international sporting events that are hosted in Halifax. People love to come here. They love to experience uh, the energy inside uh, the building here at Scotiabank Center mm-hmm. and in Truro at the Rec. And what we want to do is ensure that the experience outside of the venue uh, meets or exceeds their expectations as well. So the way that the downtown can get involved is to get involved, to engage in the event, uh, ensure that they're showing their support mm-hmm. uh, through the event. And we've got some opportunities for downtown businesses to get involved uh, from a uh, financial support level, but at the same time, also, they can just open their doors, uh, ensure that their staff are aware of the event, right. are welcoming, are that frontline ambassador team that Halifax has really become known for worldwide. And just speaking, like following up on that, uh, how can businesses in downtown Halifax get involved in the tournament in terms of the financial We have uh, a supporter package that uh, small, medium-sized businesses uh, can take advantage of. Mm -hmm. It's a $2,500 package. It provides them with uh, tickets, uh, some VIP hospitality access, as well as some Team Canada merchandise. So they'll be able to show their support for Team Canada, be able to entertain some guests or family, and ensure that uh, we have the building full and are providing that home ice advantage. If if you saw the World Juniors at all, and you mm-hmm. saw that there were 3,000 Canadians in Czech Republic for their medal games, it really changed the energy in that arena. Right. And we want to ensure that we're using our home ice as an advantage for Team Canada. We want to be good hosts and ensure that we've got uh, fair play for all teams, but ultimately uh, seeing Team Canada win Uh, on Scotiabank Centre Ice uh, would be fantastic, uh, as they did in 2004. And that's the goal. So how many teams are coming to the tournament? It's now a 10-team tournament. Oh, wow. So it uh, is a mirror format Mm -hmm. of the World Junior Championship. Okay. So 31 games, uh, 16 of the games will be here in Halifax Mm -hmm. at Scotiabank Centre. 15 of the games will be at the Rath Eastlink Community Centre in Truro. Okay. And then in addition, we've got teams that are coming into Nova Scotia early to have training camps, exhibition games. This event will be truly Nova Scotian because we will have uh, teams that are training in in rural communities across the province Mm -hmm. from the far southwest to Cape Breton. And we want to ensure that all of those communities Mm -hmm. feel a part of this event and those folks will be coming into downtown Halifax as well. And we know that they're looking for uh, some things to do while mm-hmm. they're here, maybe have a little fun, uh, have a great meal or two, yeah, yeah. and uh, be able to take in all the action at Scotiabank Center. That's such a great opportunity for kids all over the province to yeah, see yeah. these world-class athletes play. And that's part of the goal yeah. uh, for Hockey Nova Scotia because uh, they're – 
heavily invested mm-hmm. uh, in this event. They want to ensure that it can be leveraged uh, to expose the game uh, for mm-hmm. young girls across the province so that they can choose hockey as uh, their sport of choice. And uh, one telling story from 2004 is that there were two uh, young girls who were in the stands uh, at that time, uh, Jillian Saunier and Blair Turnbull, Mm -hmm. uh, who are now members of Team Canada. And they've been able to play in world championships in the Mm -hmm. Olympic Games, uh, and they were exposed uh, to what Mm -hmm. the opportunities were for them back in 2004. They're now members of Team Canada, wearing the Maple Leaf very proudly, and we want to make sure that every Nova Scotian uh, female has the opportunity to see what is possible. And uh, as part of that, uh, through one of our sponsors, as well as through Hockey Nova Scotia, uh, we're going to ensure that every registered female uh, player in Nova Scotia has an opportunity to attend at least one game. Yeah, that's great. That is great. Yeah, and it's such a family-friendly event, too. It's so accessible. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't have to be, you know, an expert in hockey uh, to attend. You can just enjoy the atmosphere, the buzz. Enjoy the excitement. And support Mm -hmm. the teams and support um, the event. And we want every team to feel supported. Mm -hmm. So uh, we want to ensure whether you're in Truro, whether you're in Halifax, Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're uh, one of Canada's rivals, we are known for uh, celebrating good play. Uh, here in Nova Scotia, and with our connections uh, to the origins of the game, uh, hockey is, we're very passionate about hockey, and we we are very passionate about uh, supporting international events. Uh, We still, stories are still told to this day from previous events that we've hosted, where the energy in the building during the medal games, which would be, you would expect to be very high, uh, was not the most memorable Um, game. It was the games where uh, in the World Juniors in 2003 when Germany was playing Belarus and every seat was filled. Mm -hmm. And that is a takeaway that is still talked about in international circles. And that is what Halifax and Nova Scotia are known for. We want to make sure that we're we're providing that same level of support to all the teams. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be pretty exciting as a player to go somewhere else and to another country and have all these people cheering for you even though you're not their you know, home country. Mm-hmm. And with those teams training in mm-hmm. throughout Nova Scotia, we expect those communities to adopt those mm-hmm. teams and to follow them throughout the tournament yes, so that yeah. they've got their own ready-made cheering section uh, that will be coming from all parts of Nova Scotia to support yeah. those international teams so that they feel uh, that they've got a little bit of home uh, in the stands, uh, providing them with that little boost that uh, can mm-hmm. hopefully elevate their performance. Yeah. Um, so there are two other female-focused events taking place during the tournament. It's our time Female Leadership Summit and Women on Top of the World Gala. Can you tell us more about these events and how they came together with the Women's World Championship? Well, certainly when hosting an international sport event, mm-hmm. it really is uh, the starting blocks mm-hmm. for the opportunity for any host city. And uh, going back to the bid process, it was identified that this event wanted to achieve more than just hosting an international hockey tournament. We've done that before. Uh, We've done it very well. But in order to ensure that we could set ourselves apart from what we've done in the past and what others may have done as 
uh, is to add on those uh, ancillary components. Mm-hmm. So the uh, It's Our Time Female Leadership Summit is an opportunity for uh, both emerging female leaders as well as established female leaders in business and sport and other pursuits uh, to come together, uh, to learn from each other, to network, and to celebrate the success uh, of women uh, in business, in sport, and uh, in other uh, areas of uh, employment. So it really is different than any other sporting event Mm -hmm. uh, in that it will be extending the reach of the event outside the walls of the venues. It will also be uh, reaching into the community to try to impact uh, those leaders that may not know that they can be leaders one right. day yeah. and to show them what is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the It's Our Time uh, Female Leadership Summit will take place on March 31st mm-hmm. at the Halifax Convention Center. And then the Women on Top of the World uh, Gala will take place on April 1st. It will celebrate excellence in sport in mm-hmm. Canada and feature uh, some very accomplished uh, female athletes from across Canada in all Uh, different sports. That is an opportunity for uh, businesses to get involved, host a table, simply buy a couple of tickets. And what I know the, and that event is being hosted by the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame. And uh, I know what they're looking to do with that event is to ensure that established leaders are bringing along younger females so that they can see the opportunities that exist for them. And uh, it's that see it, be it uh, mentality. Mm -hmm. And uh, that event will also uh, provide them with an opportunity. I did also want to mention that Hockey Nova Scotia are going to be doing uh, some other activities to engage okay. uh, young females. They're going to be hosting a female festival, female oh, hockey okay. festival, uh, during the closing weekend of the Women's World Championship. And as part of that, uh, that can be females who are in hockey, females who aren't in hockey. They can just pay a registration fee, go to that female festival, get exposed to the game, play with uh, other females. There'll be a a sense of camaraderie, uh, some healthy competition. And as part of that female festival, each of those participants will be able to attend uh, a game during the medal round. So um, there's lots of activity, lots of ways for people to get involved. And ultimately, we wanted to ensure that the legacies of this year's Women's World Championship extended not just weeks and months post-event, but would be felt years after. And even decades. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I'm sure that our listeners are wondering about how they can get tickets to the games. Uh, when do tickets go on sale? Tickets are on sale now. Okay. And uh, we have some options for mm-hmm. people. Uh, it is uh, a longer event. It's 31 games. There are 16 games in Halifax, mm-hmm. 15 in Truro. Big commitment of time. We understand that. But uh, we do have full packages that are on sale in Halifax, they start at $299. Uh, and we also, uh, just in the last couple of weeks, have released mini packs. Okay. Uh, so we have two options. Uh, they're five game packages. Both mini packs include uh, two Team Canada games. And those mini packs start at $109. Uh, one is geared toward uh, the weekdays. So if you're looking to go in the evenings, mm-hmm. uh, looking for something to do, and then we have a weekend package. So if uh, a family is looking to really get immersed in the event over the course of uh, a weekend, then they can do that. Uh, and I should say that the um, 
the gold medal game as well as the bronze medal game, they will be taking place on Good Friday, which is April 10th. Yes. And uh, so there's, uh, if people are looking for an activity, once uh, um the day is concluded, yeah. and um, there won't be a whole lot of uh, opportunities uh, elsewhere in the city for That's entertainment. Right. Nothing like a gold medal game in downtown Halifax uh, to bring the crowds into the downtown core. Mm -hmm. And we really want to create uh, an atmosphere that is celebratory, and uh, hopefully Team Canada is in that gold medal game. Yes, that would be really exciting. Anything else you would like our listeners to know about the Women's World Championship? This is a once-in-a-generation event uh, for female sport, and uh, it can be transformational uh, for the community. And we would just like everybody to understand what the opportunities are around mm -hmm. this event uh, as a showcase of female athleticism, uh, celebration of female sport in Canada, as well as a celebration of Canada. Uh, this is an opportunity for us to gather as a community, celebrate with each other, recognize uh, good play on the field of play, but at the same time, this is an opportunity for Halifax to once again showcase what it can offer uh, as a host city for international sport. That's great. Uh, thank you very much, Grant. We appreciate your you taking the time to be on the Downtown Lowdown today. Our pleasure. Grant McDonald is the General Manager of the 2020 IIHF Women's World Championship. We interviewed Grant at Events East Group. The Women's World Championship is taking place in Truro and Downtown Halifax from March 31st to April 10th. For more information on the tournament, you can visit hockeycanada.ca or scotiabank-centre.com. We'll include these links to these websites on our podcast page, downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. And now for BizBuzz. And now it's time for BizBuzz with Luke McLaren. Luke, what do you have for us? Uh, thank you, Alana. On this episode, we would like to recognize a few downtown businesses that were chosen for awards at the Halifax Chamber of Commerce's 2020 Halifax Business Awards uh, that took place in late January. In the new business category, 365 Media won bronze. And in the Business of the Year category, FBM Architecture won silver, while Davis Peer Consulting took home the gold. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. So 365, that's uh, Dave Culligan. Yeah, that it? is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they've really grown a lot. They have. Yeah. So they, they, they do some great stuff. Yeah. So, so they've grown even out mm -hmm. of, outside of Halifax. So yeah. that's great for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a friend that works at Davis Peer Consulting. Oh, great. There you go. Yeah. There's my little touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, congrats to all those winners. Yes. yes. I sent him a congratulations message yesterday. Lovely. And he said... We are the best. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Modest? <laughs> yes, very modest. Also, a big congratulations to these downtown businesses who were named as Nova Scotia's top employers for 2020. Verb Interactive, who does travel marketing. Mm -hmm. so yes, yeah, first. they've also grown a lot. They in the have. Past, uh, a yeah. couple years. Yeah, yeah, they're right on Barrington Street, but they mm -hmm. take up, like, wow, how many floors? Two or three floors yeah. Yeah. on yeah. Barrington? Yeah. yeah, they're above... Um, the coffee shop. Yeah, Weird Harbor. Yeah. Weird Harbor. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of it. So they do a lot of web development for, you know, tourist yeah. uh, destinations, <laughs> resorts, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah they have, have a, a lot of international clients. I have a friend that just started there as well. There you go. You have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends. <laughs> Are they the best as well? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, they're mine, so yeah. <laughs> um, next is uh, Emera Incorporated. Uh, which is Nova, uh, the umbrella company for Nova Scotia yes. Power. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. we're all familiar with Amera. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And next is Innovacorp, whose mission is to find, fund, and support Nova Scotia startups. 
Great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wish I had a startup. Grow the Nova Scotia economy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. And next is Crombie REIT, one of Canada's top real estate investment trusts, which is mm-hmm. what the REIT stands for. Yes. Which we, yeah. which we just we learned, just learned. <laughs> today. <laughs> that's funny. I asked someone one time, I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. R-E-I-T, what does that stand for? Yeah. Okay. okay. Real oh, estate Google. investment trust. Thank you, Google. Nice. <laughs> Um, next is NTT Data Canada Incorporated, uh, which is in the market of IT and business. Great. Congrats to those businesses, Congrats too. Congrats to them. And finally, Web.com, which I believe as well oh, is in one. IT. Okay. Yeah, um, and in other news, Alexander Keats Brewery is celebrating their 200th year in operation this year. Opening in 1820, they are commemorating this huge milestone by introducing their limited edition barrel-aged Imperial IPA. Mm-hmm. This 15% IPA is now available at the Alexander Keats Bottle Shop. Please enjoy responsibly. Yeah. Nice note. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I added that at the end. It is a 15%. 15% yeah, <laughs> so a couple of those you definitely need to enjoy yeah. responsibly. Kind of po- yeah, that would yeah. just be one. <laughs> yeah. I'd be done. <laughs> I, I texted my dad after I wrote this actually and said, are you a big IPA guy? And he said, yeah, of course. So uh, I'm going home next weekend for my sister's birthday. So oh. I'm going to bring him nice. one. Yeah. I'm going to bring her one. And yeah. I might bring one for my brother-in-law yeah. as well. Your sister yeah. is like, happy birthday. Here's yeah. an IPA. <laughs> <Good night. from laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but can you believe that Alexander Keith is, is 200 years old? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really an institution in the it city. It totally it's is. It's yeah. 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 It's really become our one of our defining mm-hmm. brands, really. Yes. You know, and their brewery is, is a tourist attraction yeah. as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a great place to visit. Actually, we did the brewery tour last year, two years ago, in Open Doors, Halifax. Okay, yeah. And, and how was it? It was great. I took my daughter, and she loved it. They had, and they, awesome. the thing is, is that the the tour guides are so talented. Yeah, mm-hmm. the interpreters. Um, yeah, and they take you into the into at the end. You kind of go into this little bar area. My daughter had lemonade. Um, <laughs> I also had lemonade, and uh, they sang and danced. Or yeah. I guess they didn't dance. They sang and played the guitar, and oh, they were okay. unbelievable. Yeah. Super, super talented. I still haven't yeah. done one, but it's definitely on my list. Yeah, it is definitely I worth do doing. It. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting mm-hmm. just to learn a little bit more about it and see behind the scenes at the brewery. Yeah, it was fun. Cool. And that's it for BizWest. Great. Thanks for coming out. Thanks, Thanks, for, having, thanks for having me in. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Luke McLaren, our membership engagement manager with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. The Coast Top 5 Events. And Morgan Mullen is back with the Coast Top 5 Events. Morgan is the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. And we are talking about events taking place between February 18th and March 2nd. Hi, Morgan. Welcome back. Hello. Thanks so much for having me on. It's nice to chat with you all. How is, how is everything? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty We're good. We're starting to make it through winter. It's like snowing out right yeah. now, but it's that kind of pretty snow from like a movie, so it's not so bad and we'll live with it, right? <laughs> as long as it doesn't accumulate too much. Yeah, that's right. It's that's the magic. Yeah, if so. the ground could just eat it, that would be I feel like I don't thing. mind the snow. It's when it turns into freezing rain, which is what it's supposed to do, which is what when it sucks. That's true. And that's so unpleasant to dress for as well. I know. <laughs> but maybe when the uh, listeners are actually listening to this, it'll be sunny out. That's right. And 20 degrees outside. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. February 18th, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Cool. So my, my events that I'm looking forward to um, in, like, the final push of the winter doldrums, um, Lise Fleming-Smith is going to be playing at the Carlton on February 19th from 5 to 8 p.m. Lise is really great. He has um, he was Music Nova Scotia's Musician of the Year in 2018. Um, he plays keyboard and just 
sings and like you know uh, writes a lot of his own material, but he also um, plays for Matt Mays and his band, and and plays with Adam Baldwin as well. And he's just got such a huge uh, stage presence, and it's just really really fun to watch him because you can tell when he's playing that he's just having the time of his life every time he's up on stage, and that's just like such an infectious energy. So I'm really excited about that, and that's actually going to be a free show too. So oh wow, never free hurts. Show. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually fun, and it sounds like you've seen him live before. Yeah, um, I saw him, like, well, I've seen Matt Mays in concert a few times, and, like, every time that I see uh, Matt Mays, I also see Leeds, of course, because he plays in the band, and mm-hmm. there's, like, I don't want to say that he steals the show, because that's, like, <laughs> strong, but he definitely <laughs> holds his own amongst this other band of, like, really big personalities, mm-hmm. and it's, like, really enjoyable, because no matter, like, what part of the stage you're looking at, someone's just being really, uh, and just just very en- enigmatic, I guess, mm-hmm. would be the word. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up on my list, there is the Laugh Out Violence fundraiser happening at Casino Nova Scotia on February 22nd. Um, it's a mix of dance performance, music, and comedy. And what really kind of caught my eye right away was two of the musical acts that are playing. Uh, Mage, who's a local rapper who is really, really great. He has, uh, I think, I can't, I can't recall right now off the top of my head if it's one or two EPs, but um, there's a lot of his songs that are on my Spotify playlist that I really love. And Keontae Beals, who is just one of the brightest uh, R&B stars that we mm-hmm. have in town right now. Um, he's so great and so talented. And I have heard that he is working on some new music right now. So I don't know if that would be out in time for the show or not, but exciting person, working on new things, being brightly talented, still going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that so, yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Definitely. Cool. Additionally, taking a bit of a turn for music, um, Ezzy Edwin, uh, who's a award-winning author, um, is bringing her book Washington Black to the Museum of Immigration at Pier 21 on February 18th at 7 p.m. It's going to be like a book reading and Q&A thing, and it's free, um, but you do have to register in advance on the website. And basically, uh, Washington Black is a story about a man who like escaped from slavery and started a new life, um, and it won the Giller Prize in 2018 and was also nominated for the Booker Prize as well. Yes, so, I thought that I sounded what, familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know like a ton about books. Like I like to read, but like I'm not the most knowledgeable about like industry things. But I do know that both of those prizes are what one would categorize as a capital B yes. deal. They so really big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Booker prize. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, the, and the, even the Giller is pretty prestigious. Giller, yeah. yeah, that sounds good. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. I think that's like a good thing to like. I'm definitely going to add it to my reading list. One of my New Year's resolutions is to like actually be a person who reads books again because yeah. I feel like the internet yeah. has kind of melted my brain in that regard. <laughs> so I feel you I on that. I really do. Right. It's funny because that like, was one of my New Year's resolutions, and I have not been doing well. Oh no. <laughs> oh, okay. So I have to send you this article that I read a while ago. Um, there's this woman who started a Google Sheet with all her friends, and they each have a tab in the Google Sheet where they list all the books that they want to read for the year and like have it set up that any time they make a change in the sheet, it's a notification. So it's almost like whenever one person finishes a book and they update the sheet, then it's all like, oh, so-and-so's reading. i got to get on my stuff looking actually. at tweets and go yeah. read my book. That is a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It is. I know. It's like I feel like you would have to just have friends who only pick like eight books. Like yeah. You need like yeah. friends with the same level of intensity as you. Because if I keep getting but... notifications, I'm just going to get a lot of anxiety. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I just finished eight books and I haven't even done one. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. Yeah. It could backfire if you're not careful. But I think it's a fun idea, though. I, yeah. think, I think it's yeah. a great idea. I'm Motivation. trying to read every night before bed because I find it helps me sleep, but I haven't been able to lately. But I do read with my kids. It's not the same. 
no. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. You're making them well-rounded people when you do that. That's right. Good memories. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Changing lanes a little bit, CKDU 88.1 FM, which is like the student radio station at Dow Kings, uh, is celebrating their 35th anniversary with a 1980s dance party at Art Bar on February 28th. And I think that is just going to be That sounds fun. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's right up your alley. That's going to be such good energy, right? Like I can already (laughs) feel like leg warmers on my legs just saying that whole sentence. (laughs) Fluorescent. Some fluorescent shirts yeah. and makeup and yeah. Yeah. jelly shoes yeah. and jelly shoes. Yeah. leg warmers. That's Are you going to go? That's exactly what I wore in the 80s. <laughs> um, I'll have to think about that. <laughs> you have to, like, find your hair crimper and get it out. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if you own one of those, but I don't know. It's just at least like one of the times where you could. (laughs) Definitely. Um, And then last on my list is uh, right now at the Art Gallery of Nova Scotia, there is an exhibit on called Nova Scotia Spotlight David Brooks. Um, David Brooks was the first Mi'kmaq artist to have a piece of artwork purchased by the Art Gallery of Nova Scotia. Um, And so they're kind of doing a bit of a retrospective of his work and life. Um, He does what's kind of known as uh, woodland style or woodland school paintings, um, which I think like maybe the most popular name in that movement would be uh, Norval Morisot, um, but I like David Brooks' twist on it, and um, that show is on until March 8th, so it's a great way to kind of get familiar with, like, one of the more big legacy names in mm-hmm. Mi'kmaq art uh, in the province. Uh, that sounds a good, like a good show. I love the art gallery. Oh, I yeah. want to go again. Yeah. I keep talking about it, so. Yeah. The I think the best first date in the world, I don't know, like, I mean, I've been with the same person for 100 years, but, like, for anyone <laughs> who needs this information, the best first date, I think, is to go to the Thursday free oh. night at the art oh, gallery yes. and go look around at everything yeah. and then go for dinner somewhere nearby because it gives you something to talk about while you're at dinner. And, you know, you can kind of, like, learn a bit about someone by, like, seeing what art exhibits they like. You know exactly. what? My first date with my husband was at the art gallery. Of really? <laughs> Yes. And now you're I mean, married. That's amazing. That's like proving my theory. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, we've yeah. been forever, like together for like a hundred years. As there well. you go. Yeah, there you go. That's okay. That's so sweet. That just proves the success. I love that. <laughs> we that's need so to tell them. Do you guys ever go there thing. now as like a, a honeymoon thing? Well, not a honeymoon yeah. thing, but like a reminiscence thing. Anniversary thing. We tried to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like anniversary, we go to the art gallery mm-hmm. and then we go to the Blue Nose Diner or restaurant, Blue Nose Restaurant for lunch because that's what we did the first date. Aww. Aww. My heart. This is yeah. so lovely. That is really nice. <laughs> it worked, people. It worked. Yeah, I met my husband at the Dome, but we'll save that story for another day. <laughs> or maybe we should talk about it right now. No. <laughs> That's it for you? That is my okay. list. Those are all the things that I'm that excited great. to be doing Those in the next. Those are some exciting uh, things. That was a good list. Yeah. I have just a couple of things I'm going to throw in. The Nova Scotia Center for Craft and Design is hosting free retail workshops this winter. So the next one is on February 25th at 12 p.m., and it is called Price with Confidence. So this workshop gives artists and artisans directions on how to price their work in a way that shows the value of their skill, um, also acknowledges their colleagues, and considers the retail market. I think that actually sounds really good. Well, yeah, really helpful. Yeah, really helpful. Yeah. Um, so again, that's, it's free. It's a free workshop, um, and they're held at the Designer Craft Shop in the Seaport area. So if you're interested, you can email Andrea St. Pierre at shopmanager at craftnovascotia.ca to register. And their workshops are also on our website, so you can check out our events calendar at downtownhalifax.ca slash events if you're interested. And the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame has a program called Workout Wednesdays. So these are free workout classes held during the lunch times on Wednesdays at the Hall of Fame, which is in the Scotia Bank Center right above the box office. You would feel like Rocky. You That's would right. Be like running up and down the stairs. Sweating yeah. around all these like memories of the greats. That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I think this is actually a great program. Um, there's two coming up. Uh, one is on February 19th from 12 to 1 p.m., and it's a free yoga class with Sean Williams of Moto Yoga Halifax. Okay. And on February 26th, you can enjoy a free Tai Chi class with Fung Loy Kok Institute of Taoism from 12 to 1 p.m. also. So they do wow. recommend that you register for those, but they are free. So you can email Katie Tanner uh, at the Sport Hall of Fame, and her email is katie at nsshf.com, or, again, they're on our website, dentonhalifax.ca slash events. Um, yeah, so I think those are fun. They're fun, free things you can do. And then I think we'd be remiss not to mention the Savor Food and Wine Show, which is on the 20th, Thursday, February 20th at the Halifax Convention Center. And the Rare and Fine Wine Show, which is the last show of the Savor Festival, is on February 28th at the casino. So those lots of fun things so coming up. fancy, too. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. fancy. Yeah. <laughs> looking forward but to But like it. the fun kind of like you and your friends are all like, ooh, should we dress up a little bit? Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's no pressure to dress to the nines, but you just kind of want to. I yeah, use any fun. excuse personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal when I take heels out. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. used to wear heels all the time and now it's same a big here. deal. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. That, that I might wear the wear heels to save our food and wine. I don't know. Maybe that's not a good idea. Walking around eating <laughs> yeah. and drinking yeah. that's true. for two hours. That's really bad. <laughs> um, so that's it. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks, we appreciate Morgan. you joining yeah. us. Thank you so much. Cool. All right. Until next time, guys. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 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 Morgan Mullen is the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. You can find these and more events at thecoast.ca or downtownhalifax.ca slash events. And now for some shameless self-promotion. And now it is time for us to talk about ourselves and what we are doing. So just a quick shameless self-promotion for this episode, uh, March break. March break is coming up and we have a March break campaign starting in early March. We will be doing some giveaways on social media and we'll also be talking about what is going on around downtown Halifax for families during March break. If you are a business or attraction in downtown Halifax offering a special or a promotion or an event for March break, let us know. We'll help you get the word out on our website events calendar and our social media channels. You can email communications at downtownhalifax.ca with any March break related events or activities. And that's it. Yay, March break. We're on location at the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame, located at 1800 Argyle Street, Suite 446. With me is Bruce Rainey, President and CEO of the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame. The Sport Hall of Fame's mission is to honor excellence in Nova Scotia sport by sharing stories of our history and heroes that celebrate, educate, and inspire. Prior to his position with the Sport Hall of Fame, Bruce was a broadcaster with the CBC for 23 years. For 13 years, he was the host of CBC News, Compass, the evening news program for Prince Edward Island. In addition to his news duties, Bruce was nationally known for his work with CBC Sports. He has been a broadcaster at eight Olympic Games. He is also a documentary researcher, host, and producer, as well as an author. So thank you, Bruce, for being here with us. Pleasure and to be with you. Um, I know that we have a big event coming up, but to start, can you tell us a little bit more about the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame? Well, we are, the, uh, I think, the, the voice and the place of record for sport in Nova Scotia. If you were to ask me to boil down what I think our, our true mandates are, I think we have two of them. One is to tell the stories of great Nova Scotia sport heroes well, with a good beginning, middle, and end. More importantly, arguably, is to tell them in a way that appeals to kids around the province, because I think that um, 
these stories need to be told in a way that inspire youth. And, and we get out to talk to as many as we can per year, and we try to tell them that it doesn't matter where you come from, what your socioeconomic background is, what your race is, what your gender is, where you're from in the province. There are examples of people who have done really, really well through hard work, determination, and in most cases, almost all cases, a, a real liberal dose of humility, which is a beautiful Nova Scotia mm. attribute as well. So that that's what I, I mean, there's revenue generation that we have to do as a charity, and there are events we have to put on, and there's a great induction ceremony that we have to put on. But what I love about what we do is this storytelling aspect and making sure the heroes are recognized the best way they can be. Yeah, because we have a lot of heroes, like sport heroes in Nova Scotia, and they're great role models it's for kids. A, it's a ridiculous amount. It's mm-hmm. by far, it, it makes no sense proportionally who has come from this province. For our relatively small province, there is not another province in this country that can compete per capita with what we have churned out through the years. We did a, an event two years ago called the Top 15 Athletes in Nova Scotia That's History. Right, yeah. Yeah. And when that came out, that list included probably the greatest female curler ever, Mm-hmm. probably the greatest softball player ever, I'm talking on the planet, mm-hmm. one of the top five hockey players of all time, one of the top ten NHL defensemen of all time, the greatest teenage swimmer the country has ever seen. It goes on and on. And right. the greatest gymnast the country has ever seen in Ellie Black. Mm-hmm. This is all from Nova Scotia, right? So um, it's a lot to be proud of, and kids got to know this. Yeah, we're so lucky to have that, you know, have the you know wealth of heroes to look up mm-hmm. to. In Nova Scotia. Right, and they wouldn't be heroes if if they were uh, jerks. <laughs> None of them are. They are all eloquent, that's kind, yeah. humble, grounded, and willing to give back. And yeah. that, that's what makes it really special. Yeah, even before the interview started, yeah. we were talking about it's great to meet a hero of yours and find out that they're actually great people. It is, and people. that's probably the first time the word jerks has been used on your podcast. <laughs> want to break new ground maybe, here. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. We'll have to look back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check the archives. Yeah. <laughs> So you're one of the co-hosts for the uh, Women on Top of the World Dinner Gala, uh, which is presented by the Sport Hall of Fame. Uh, Tell us more about it, and what can we expect from the event? Well, I I mentioned this Top 15 event we did a couple of years ago, and that was a a gala dinner as well. It turned into one. And uh, on the dais that night were were three women from Nova Scotia, Ellie Black, Karen Furno, and Colleen Jones. And so this is the first year for this in this incarnation then, for the dinner gala? Well, well we did this one two years ago at a totally separate event. Well, okay. But these three women during that night shone. And it planted mm-hmm. the seed in my brain that we, we have to do an event because if you read through the, the history of sport in this province, women have been dominant since day one. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what can we do to celebrate not only women here but also the incredible female presence around this country? And so with the Women's World Hockey Championship coming, we thought here's a perfect way to kind of launch into that and celebrate female athletes in this country who have reached the very top of the world. Olympics, world championships, whatever. We have three here in Nova Scotia that have. And in my previous life as a a CBC sports guy, I met a lot of other women covering Mm -hmm. Olympics and not necessarily befriended, but got to know Tessa Virtue and Haley Wickenheiser and Katrina LeMay Doan and Mm -hmm. Jennifer Jones and Chantal Valley and Kia Nurse. And they're all going to be at the gala. They are. And when I reached out to them, you know, a lot of these women have, as you might expect, a pretty big appearance fee to come to something like this, but they've waived it. Oh, Uh, wow. Essentially waived it just to be part of the head table and part of this celebration. So obviously they know that there's value in this event. I hope so. And, And Haley told me, and I was really happy to hear this, she told me that this is by far the best head table she's ever 
never been a part of. So when I heard that, I thought, geez, we're on to something here. So it's a night where you can come, male or female. A lot of people think this dinner is just for women. It isn't. It's for any fan of sport or excellence that wants to hear stories direct from these women about what they've overcome, how they made it to their respective tops, and how they, in some mm-hmm. cases, stayed there. So you kind of touched on this. You know, why is it important to have this gala? Why now? Well, um, as I say, with the Women's World Hockey, it's mm-hmm. a, a natural launch. I think um, why now is it's just a great time to have it any time because it's a wonderful time to celebrate what they've what they've done. And and as I say, I'm hoping this this audience that night of of paying customers is full of a lot of kids, and we've priced it accordingly so that hopefully kids can come. Oh, so I, it is a family-friendly event. Oh, for sure. Okay, we, we, we want family, moms, dads, yeah, kids. Yeah, that's great. Because you're going to hear some cool things. Yeah. And and our goal is to have you hear one or two things that you go away and it helps shape you a bit, you know. And all of these women are phenomenally eloquent. They've all – it hasn't been easy for any of them. You know, they've had to, in some cases, work around a burgeoning family – injuries, uh, we all have obstacles, and they've, they've worked through them, and they eloquently tell the story of how they have. So I think that's why it's important. It's always important to learn and to grow and to hear stuff that motivates you to be better, and that's what you're going to get this night. Great. So who do you hope attends this, store, this event? I know that you mentioned kids and families, but what do you hope that they take away from this? I, I hope they take away something that helps um, make them a little bit better mm-hmm. somehow. I know that sounds a little goofy, but nope. really, mm-hmm. you, you can hear things. Uh, I think in this day and age of the smartphone where a lot of kids are really adept at texting but perhaps have lost in a sense the skill of listening and talking right. you're, you're going to see mm-hmm. women on this night that listen really well but also convey their message really well and mm-hmm. have something to say something really important to say that will resonate if you listen and so uh, in this era of the smartphone we can't lose sight of the fact that we still communicate like we're doing now mm-hmm. It's so important that you do, and when you listen and you hear and then you implement what you've heard, you can make a positive change in your life. And that's what you'll get that night. These are all women who have excelled, and it hasn't been easy. It's not all genetic. It's because mm-hmm. of hard work and right. discipline and all of those key words. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the face-to-face really makes such a big does. impact. It does. Mm-hmm. And so the, the original question was, who do I hope attends? I think the answer is anybody who'd like to get a bit of inspiration, if you're the even a remote sports fan, um, you come and you find out how these women did it and you take something away and that's a good thing. Great. So how does one get tickets uh, to the Women on Top of the World Dinner Gala? Well, it's April 1st, 2020. starts at 7. Mm-hmm. Ticket Atlantic is our partner on this, which is the Scotiabank Center ticket office here. You just go on the website, find the little Women on Top of the World logo. We had one designed kind of in a Wonder Woman theme, which I really like. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, they're priced at 225 for an adult, but 100 for a youth. I know that's I know that's dull. I know that's money. But when you put on a gala, you have to consider right. things like mm-hmm. everybody gets a meal. We got to fly people in. I think if you looked around the the city, it's pretty fairly priced. We mm-hmm. we made it as low as we could, and uh, we we hope that uh, you know there's a thousand folks there that. By the way, I didn't mention Rini Smith, who's a wonderful young African oh, right. Nova yeah. Scotia artist. She's providing she's the music wonderful. that night. Yeah. And we figured that if she's good enough for Obama, she's good enough for us. <laughs> so she played for him. So um, <laughs> she passed the test. Yeah. So it's, it's a night of great celebration, great entertainment, lots of laughs, probably a few tears, lots of hand clapping, and uh, wonderful messaging. So mm-hmm. pick up your tickets now. They are going pretty quickly, I'm thrilled to say. And all of the proceeds are going to go to the creation here at the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame of Women of Excellence 
wing oh, exhibit. Great. I don't know if it's going to be a wing yeah. exhibit or quadrant, whatever it'll be. Mm-hmm. It'll be an area where young girls can come in and know I'm going over there because mm-hmm. that's where my hero is. That's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a yeah. Lot of so fun. it's a fundraiser as well. It is. Yeah. Every cent made is going to go to the the creation and the implementation of a new women of, I'm not sure it'll be called women of excellence, girls rock something. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it'll but be catchy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But there'll, be, there'll be a place for young, yeah. young girls to go and say, that's my hero and I want to yeah, find out women. more about her. Yeah. I think that's, that's really great. needed. Yeah. 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 So, so thank you so much, Bruce, for talking to pleasure. us. Thanks, great. guys. Okay. We were talking to Bruce Rainey, president and CEO of the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame, about the Women on Top of the World Dinner Gala on April 1st, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Halifax Convention Center. The Sport Hall of Fame honors excellence in Nova Scotia sport by sharing stories of our history and heroes that celebrate, educate, and inspire. For more information on the Nova Scotia Sport Hall of Fame and the Women on Top of the World Dinner Gala, visit nsshf.com or go to downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast, and we'll have a link on our page. You've been listening to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Find us on social media at Downtown Halifax. If you like what you heard, please share your thoughts using hashtag Downtown Lowdown. For more information and links, visit downtownhalifax.ca.